uh, tea claps to you. Anyway, you. let's go ahead and roll that opening. Thank goodness. And, and we're, we're back. back. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dread, one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. All right, that takes us to the uh, substantive portion. Dying out here. Substantive portion, which is uh, today uh, is if the you're is mammon along with the idiot numbering system. Yeah, is mammon. This is uh, yeah, this and is this is the Q one nine. Q one nine. Thank you for indicating its idiocy uh, well, in you, our numbering system. I didn't mean to preemptively indicate. Uh, I know that you're you typically like to do that. But I do like to do. I it. gotta say, uh, not to get us derailed right out of the gate, of all the concentric value relationship things i don't know what we call it. what of all the things in the concentrica yeah i've i've struggled with certain ones right gesture is a tough one that's always a tough one to talk about well, you got to keep the double um, in the hole right yeah and uh and and even a shield lock is you know can sometimes be a little bit difficult or whatever but but i think personally for me i have had uh I've, i get the most twisted up right here i i have had the worst relationship i think over the last little while with mammon versus you know some of the other things because i think it's a i think this is a tough one i agree yeah, uh, that's I why it's a really tough one it's yep. very tough for a variety of reasons some of which we'll talk about in the next 13 minutes and 28 seconds <laughs> first of all let me uh issue the <laughs> statement uh, from mammon which is the sustaining relationship between a man and his work the sustaining relationship yeah uh we have three socratics as we always do first one is there anything inherently good about work second is work anything more than something we do and third is what priority should a man give to his work? Those are your three thought-provoking questions that hopefully would uh, induce you to try to learn more about it. First spur is work, in fact, is a virtue. Mm -hmm. It is an advantageous thing. Work sustains the man, and it sustains his family in a couple of ways. First of all, idleness is not good for anybody. Her story today, a guy was telling me about his boss who's – Retiring, but mm -hmm. over the last five years, my friend has gotten increasingly frustrated by this guy because he ceased to kind of come to work. I was going to say, he just sort of checked out. Kind of checked out and figured out ways to work Short remotely. And, yeah. um, you know, it's hard to get on the phone and all that. And uh, he's like, wow, he's retiring. It's like, you know, it's like, how do you know? <laughs> he's been retiring he's for been five retiring. years. <laughs> and a uh, funny statement the guy made was retirement's going to give him a chance to, you know, do the things that he wanted to do. I was like, well, he wasn't doing anything anyway. <laughs> That's right. He could have been doing that all along. That's not supposed to be judgment. That was observation no, no. and observation. criticism. Yeah. Observation and <laughs> criticism. You know, but idleness just isn't good. You know, I'm, I know for, yeah. in my own life that I'm at my best when I'm fully engaged. Um, and uh, I don't think of it as busyness, which, you know, we talk about being busy, 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 but I think of it as vitalness. Yeah. You, you can't com uh, confuse activity for industry, right? That's right. Um, yeah. To be vital and important in other people's yeah. lives in the sustaining relationship through mammon is, is something that we need as men. Uh, and in that way, work helps keep a hymn properly aligned. It's part of it. Mm -hmm. Your alignment comes from it. You know, your boat uh, will capsize uh, if you don't if you don't have something that uh, you're vitally pursuing on the mm -hmm. man's side. Mm -hmm. Now, in addition to work being vital to a man and his family, it's also vital to the community. It sustains and benefits the community. 
uh, for no other reason that the than the baker and the candlestick maker benefit each other. Right. I mean, um, baker's got to have some lights. I mean, got baker's got to have lights <laughs> so he can make some bread, and the candlesticker's right. gonna get hungry if he doesn't have you know he's gonna make <laughs> so, a candlestick. Some point in there, <laughs> dipping wax or whatever. I'm not. I, I vaguely know. understand how to make yeah. a yeah. <laughs> you know, a picture of candle being made. All I can think of is uh, is uh, what's his name the um, the green uh, ogre thing. Oh, Shrek. Shrek yeah, pulling yeah. a candle Big, out of his ear, right? <laughs> Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, good for you. All right. So we've established that work is a virtue. It is a good thing, right? Which is yes. a great thing. Uh, can but be. Can be, which takes us to the second spur, which is mammon is a relationship, not a pursuit. You know, we kind of got this in our heads. Well, I got to go to work. It's something we pursue. I have a career. Mm-hmm. But in fact, it's a relationship. To not think of it a relationship is kind of get you're maybe too deeply in the idea that a relationship has to be between two people. Yes. When in fact... It is the it is the thing it is that which is between any two things that are connected. Mm-hmm. I mean, this muggo coffee mug has a relationship with the table right now because it's, it's on top on of it. it right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. So if you broaden your viewpoint of what a relationship can be, you can see that you are what you have with your work. And I'm not talking just about the people you work with, right? Right. But the effort itself yeah, is a form of a relationship. Yeah. Does that resonate with you, Dark Helmet? You know, it's very. Uh, it's kind of against what I think we typically think of or certainly what we're taught. Um, but it, it makes perfect sense, you know, that, that it is a thing to be kept in relation to you in some way, right? right. That's Rather than this, oh, you know, whatever. Thinking about it that way helps us, uh, helps the Q source, uh, crack your staff. Uh, bear in mind that relational rhythm applies to work as well. That, yeah. that, and that's why it's part of the concentrica is it's one of the things that has, the, the rhythm has to be maintained. Because yeah. if you think of it statically, you know, and not as a relationship, right. which is dynamic, dynamic, then you will think you can control it. And of course, like all the other aspects right. of the concentrica or the concentratica, as we call them, yeah. maybe think about that. Oh. Uh, or the concentratica have to be viewed in that way. Dynamic relationships that you can't control, you can only serve. And it's a matter of plate spinning. Now, this relationship with work tends to swallow all the others, the other four concentratica. Yeah. And there's three reasons for that. It is number one, mammon is the easiest relationship to maintain. Yeah. I mean, think it, about it. Oh, yeah. You know, you cruise in when you want. Well, it's just like this guy you're talking about, five-year guy. That's right. Right? He's actually decided that he's going to do it from the house. <laughs> and as long as he gets away with it. They're going to let him. You know, he's going to do it. it. You know? The biggest, you know, the thing you might uh, bear in mind, I don't even know if... Jobs have these things anymore. Remember the old time punch clock? I don't know if that, right. you know, sure, sure. it's been a while since I had that kind of job. Right. But, uh, you know, when before you punch in, I'm sure it's I can remember standing there now, but like a- hesitating uh, I had a job in a supermarket when I was in high school. And then you would gather in the break room, whatever. Mm-hmm. Before I stuck that punch card in there, I wasn't on duty. I could do what I want. But as soon as I did, clink. You belong to them. I belong to them. Now, as soon as I could clank out, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, I could take off my smock. Yeah. <laughs> Go get in my yeah. Impala and just be an idiot, <laughs> which I did. Those are all facts that are true, you know, yeah. which I did. Um, so it, it was easy in that way, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was. It was. It was very easy. Also, you know, the second reason why work uh, swallows the other relationships is it provides direct affirmation. Yeah, that's the tough one. I mean, you know, you can get uh, your boss if he's half decent, <clears throat> and every HR department in the world will make your boss do this: is give you a job description. Sure. To find success for you, you mm-hmm. know, uh, I try to do that for the young lawyers that work for me because lawyer intends not to do that. Yeah. I try to help them. These are the, you know, I cre- I've created a set of guardrails or kind of a cue source mm-hmm. for lawyers that I use with them to try to help them accelerate. And, you know, that 
when I counsel one of them, you know, because I have a monthly session with them, and I say, all right, here's an aspect of your job you're supposed to be doing. Um, you know, we have something in my firm we call the critical path of litigation. Mm-hmm. Here's a, the, the critical things you need to do to, to uh, move a case through the litigation system to resolution. And if you're not addressing those things, they get sidetracked while you're off path. You know? mm-hmm. So I make it easy for them you know, in that sense. Uh, and when they do it, I say, ah, oh, good. Affirmation. When they don't, I say, here's how you can improve in that. Direct affirmation, right? Yeah. Now, uh, go home and say to your wife, hey, honey. (laughs) Baby. Sweet sweet thing. Sweetheart. Sweet thing. This, uh, shout out to Amdred, by the way, who just crossed over the 20-year mark. Hey, oh. Yeah. Boom. Raise the roof. Raise the roof. Uh, If I would go home to my sweet wife and say, sweetie, would you draft out a quick job description for me as your husband so I can make sure I'm... And then can we have a weekly counseling session where you're telling me whether I'm accelerating or decelerating? Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> she's going to say, look, I'm going to make it even simpler for you. You're just responsible for everything that happens and fails to happen. Now move out. You know? <laughs> it just doesn't drive work on, that drive way. Drive on, soldier. Neither will it work with your children, your yeah. shorties. Right? No. Hey, uh, define so success a, for me. Right. <laughs> I've got a job description for you if you could just yeah, that's uh, right. give that a review. Nor will it work uh, Nor will it work for your, for your shield lock, really? Or, or your wet stuff. It just I mean, won't work. You can, you can have some mutually agreed upon guidelines of here's how we're going to function. Right. But good luck. with Now, I get, having said that, I get a lot of uh, direct affirmation from all those relationships. Yeah. When I'm accelerating them. Yes. And there are times when I don't, even when I am accelerating them. Sure. And there are times when I get affirmation that's undeserved when I'm decelerating. Mm. But it's not in the same direct and easy fashion that mammon will provide for you. Well, the, I mean, the dopamine hit's not going to come the same way with your wife going, hey, man, thanks for that, as yeah, it is when right. I get a gold star. It just is not going to work it's that not way. The same. It's not the same. Right. Now, third reason that uh, work tends to swallow the other relationships in the concentratica <laughs> is that mammon is terminable at will. Yes. Like the employment relationship in most states in right. America, right? Yeah. I mean, when you get done. I don't have to give you no reason for nothing. You can be fired for good reason or no reason at all, except for some minor exceptions, which sure. uh, you can pay me to tell you all about. Uh, <laughs> but you can also quit. You can just send a check. You can also quit. Yeah. You can good just walk out. Right. You, you can also walk out. You or know? you can check out and continue to collect the just, paycheck and you could work do, for home. That's right. But yeah. it, it is terminable yeah. at will. That's, that's the unique thing about it. And in fact, the culture would encourage you Right. To do that would say, you know what, that job's not you. If you don't feel fulfilled, then why are you there? Yeah, why are you there, right? Um, and so that that's something that's that's makes it kind of cool, right? I mean, you can check. Oh, yeah. Not only can you check out for the day or for the week, you can check out forever. At least five years in now, this case. Of- <laughs> right. Now go home and terminate your relationship with your children and, and write me an email about how that worked. Right. Or yeah. <laughs> try to withdraw from a shield lock. Uh, just, yeah, just sort of. You know, at the moment that they need you. Yeah, guys, I'm sorry. I'm, right. I'm going to check out. So here. for all those reasons, it's easier to maintain. It provides direct affirmation where the others don't necessarily do so, and it's terminability at will. The work relationship is a relationship that you'll turn to to supplant your failure in the others. Mm-hmm. So if you're committing relationship malpractice <clears throat> in the other areas, the other four concentratica, uh, an easy way to feel better about yourself is just to go to number five. Well, right? I'm just going to ask and say, is it kind of is it almost like a... You know, hashtag emotional mistress. Yeah. Good way to put it, my friend. All right. Now, let's go to the second spur. Mammon. Yes. uh, Or the third spur, rather. Mammon is man's least important relationship. So the odd thing 
you know, it's the easiest one, right? Number one, it, it, and it swallows everything else, but it's also the least important. Now, you know you're going to get some pushback on Sure. Because I'm going to tell you, you know, ah, oh, well, but how, if I didn't have that, you know, we wouldn't be sure. able to have a house. You're a, and no, you're a brain surgeon yeah. or whatever you are. That's great. Um, but here, just talk about some proper placement here. Yeah. If you place your mamma before your M and your shorties, you've committed relationship malpractice and you're going to lose them. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's plenty of thrice, thrice married thoracic surgeons. See how I did that? was almost alliteration. Was, thru, thru. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I mean, there's plenty. I mean, yeah. you may be saving a lot of lives, but you don't have a wife and a kid. If you're a hollow man inside and you've hollow done nothing man. virtuous to, yeah. Number two, if uh, a man places work before a shield lock and his blades, the community suffers. Yeah. Right? A bunch of isolated men, community suffers. And ultimately, that community will fall prey to what lurks outside its walls. I mean, and that is something scary that's going on in Estados Unidos right now, in my, friend, in my mind, my mm-hmm. friend. I mean, we got a problem right now. We do. I mean, I don't think uh, studies show that men are <laughs> less productive uh, on, from a work basis. Right. At least at some no, areas. No, I get what you, yeah, yeah. I think at the, <clears throat> at the lower end of the socioeconomic spectrum, uh, they are. They're working less. There's less. Yeah. Uh, there's there's checking tough, out, but yeah. not at the higher end or not in the middle. Men are working as long hours as they ever were. And maybe more because there's bigger problems but or they're turning away from you. But they're becoming lonely, right? We're yeah. bowling alone. Now, third reason is that if you lose your family and your community to work, there's nothing for work to sustain. Yeah, then, then, I mean, why, why, then why are you working right, so hard? Look how hard I'm working. Where's your wife and kids? Left me long ago. <laughs> well, how about the community you work in? Falling apart of that, it seems. I'm like, right. So what's the point? I have a boat. <laughs> you got a boat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you better get in it and start paddling yeah, because, because there ain't no point in staying here, right? Well, no offense, but ain't All nobody right. going to be in that boat with you. So be careful about it. <clears throat> yeah. Now, uh, improper placement of work um, is an ever-present temptation, even mm-hmm. for the him, right? Oh, yeah. This is something that even Goo Nation recognizes. And I don't know if we've done a good job of defining this, but Goo is the cultural philosophy of Mm. universal happiness, right? That everyone should be happy. And or that they are entitled to be happy. That's right. And I'm not trying to be political here. As I've said, I'm libertarian-ish. Ish. Ish. But uh, this is not political when I say this. Seeking happiness rather than joy is not a great thing. Right. Because happiness is so transitory. Yeah. But the problem with what we call goo nation is that it is an entire philosophy uh, uh, of organizational purpose based on goo. Right. Right. It's like, well, gee whiz, let's send everybody college. Let's uh, provide health care for everybody. You know, and I know I'm kind of leaking to the left there when I say that. But I think that's indicative of what I think of as goo nation. Like, gee whiz, if we just gave everybody this. Yeah. Then they would be happy. Problem solved. And I would contend not so much because you haven't really addressed joy. But even Goo Nation, getting back to the mammon thing, Mm -hmm. even Goo Nation recognizes that it's that improper placement of work uh, is a problem. That's why there's Oprah bombs like get ready for it. There ain't no trailers on a hearse. (laughs) Trailer hitches. Sorry. Ain't no trailer hitches on a hearse. I know what you meant. You know what I meant. So uh, that's. That is indicative, right? This is something that 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 we in uh, F three Nation can agree with Goo Nation about. Sure, that proper placement work is the right thing. The only thing we disagree probably is how you get there. How you get there and maybe exactly where you place it. But yeah, yeah, and they'll do yeah. some of that balance thing, which we don't believe in, uh, and probably would not sign up for Concentratica necessarily. Right. But basically, we're talking about the same thing, so we should recognize that. Hey, Goo Nation, let's join forces on this. Right. You know, this is something we can agree yeah. upon. Now, workaholism. Mm-hmm. Like all the isms is exactly what it is. It swallows a man whole. Yeah. That's what all the isms do. Um, and placing work first is a jester. 
And you got to keep that jester down in his hole, brother. Kick him in the head. You got to do it. Uh, and recall this. The him may love his work, but he does not live to work, even if he loves it. He works to enrich the lives of those he loves and with yeah. whom he lives. That's the real purpose of work. So if you forget that and you're struggling, that'll help you get it back in the right alignment. And and and, and I know we're we're coming up on our time, but um, we're close. We're that's yeah. But that's one of the things that that uh, you know. As I reread through this again, and I thought, man, you know, this idea that it, it is almost like a crack pipe. It is almost you know. If, oh yeah. Because you're seeking for this affirmation somewhere sure. else other than where it's supposed to be. Absolutely. And, you know, and again, while we may respect the fact that Goo Nation says, sure, you know, you need to keep this in, in a proper quote-unquote balance or whatever the word that they're going to use to do that is, the when they say things like, uh, or we have built institutions where, oh, no, it's fine to work from home, or no, it's fine to go and, you know, check out for five years and, you know, kind of right. half work right. and still get paid and whatever. Right. The, you've taken work and you've made it a non-virtuous uh, pursuit now. You've made it an idol. Yeah. And I don't think it's only Christianity that recognizes. I, I assume that a, Bill, a Bob Dylan spiritualist will feel the same way. Sure. That you can't idolize work. I mean, I'm like everybody else, Frank. I got bills to pay and sure need clothes. Yeah. I know there's fish out there, but Where? God only knows, right? Yeah. All right, Frank. Uh, doest of mine. You know I love you, right? I do. But you still I do. Got, you still got a face for radio. <laughs> oh, man, this is a podcast. It is. It is. <laughs> Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3, or anything else, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 feet out front. Out front.